Welcome, welcome. I am so glad that you have chosen to tune in to the More Than Just podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm the host. I have decided in life that I am more than just a mom. For you, you may have decided that you are more than just a wife, a mom, a student, a working mom, a stay-at-home woman, whatever the case may be. We got to where society told us we would be fulfilled and then realized we wanted more. I am so happy you joined me on this podcast, which we'll talk about self-love, self-care, mindset, boundaries, healing, and all of the things. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of my three-part friendship series. I named this episode The Good Friend Cycle simply because in order for you to get good friends, to be encircled by great people, you have to first and foremost become a good friend to yourself. That means talking nicely to yourself. That means having some love languages and accomplishing that for yourself. That means doing things for yourself that you might not want to do because you might not think you deserve it. So once you become a good friend to yourself and you learn to become a good friend and to become the friend that you desire, there suddenly is an influx of those same type of people. For instance, if you want to have good, caring friends who are there for you throughout life, and not just there when there's a party, gossip, or drama, you must become the caring friend who wants to be there for their friends throughout life, and not just when there's a party, drama, or gossip. And I tell you, once you start doing this, and you have all of a sudden this influx of friends that come in, and they're similar to you, and they desire what is similar to your desires... Suddenly, there's just an influx. It's like a cycle. So many people start coming into your life because you deserve it. You deserve to have good friends. And the first step is to being that good friend to yourself. So let's talk about boundary full, or should I say boundary plentiful, relationships, friendships, versus boundary less friendships. Can you tell the difference where your friendships are at? Are you struggling to say no? Or are you able to just say no with no explanation? Oftentimes, we think we need to give a reason as to why we are saying no. Because we don't like hurting other people's feelings. When actually we're doing ourselves and your friendship a disfavor by not just saying no thinking that everything needs a reason or an explanation is not only putting you through some pain, but most times you can tell when somebody is faking the reason, right? So if you create boundaries in the beginning of your friendship, if you have boundaries in your life, your friendships will be a lot healthier simply because if somebody asks you for something or asks for your help or asks you to do something and you don't feel comfortable just saying no and you either say yes and 
despise doing it the entire time or you say no but you give a fraudulent excuse, there becomes a sort of tension. Whether you said yes and hated it the whole time, whether you said no and gave a a dumb reason where somebody could feel that you're lying, it creates distrust or it creates resentment. Like, oh, I'm constantly doing all of these things for them. Don't they realize that they need to ask somebody else? So the first and foremost best step that one, not only, you know, being the friend to yourself, but also having those boundaries for yourself when it comes to friendships. And are you the type of friend who has boundaries or do you have barriers? Boundaries are meant for you to contain your peace. Barriers are for others and their inability to access you. A person should not have to break down barriers to become your friend. You don't need to make somebody prove their loyalty, prove their friendship over and over again because you have mistrust and trauma with other friends. You need to at first deal with that type of trauma, deal with why you have barriers when it comes to people, and break those down yourselves. Now, you can have healthy boundaries. Your friends should know how your boundaries are and what they can and cannot do simply by how you move and your personal boundaries. Friends are only going to treat you a way in which you allow them to treat you. So once they first cross that first boundary, you make it apparent. You don't sit there and harbor ill will because they crossed a boundary they might not have even known. But your actions should prominently display your boundaries. And the difference between having boundaries and barriers is having barriers creates an obstacle for someone to even be your friend. Having boundaries creates the ability to have healthy friendships. Do you see the difference? So what are some ways to start a healthy friendship? One, make sure you know and understand your trauma triggers. Two, create healthy boundaries with yourself when it comes to friends. You don't have to dive straight, deep, deep, deep into trauma and how it affects you or what's going on. But you can let them know where you stand when it comes to certain things. You know, you're not, you have other obligations. You have a child or you have a husband or you have other things going on where you are not accessible 24-7. Anything like that. When somebody hurts your feelings, tell them right then and there. Don't wait for that last ditch moment where you're at the end of your day and it's been a crap-filled week on top of a crap-filled month on top of you getting your pants attached to the door. You know, like that moment when you're on a rush somewhere and something attaches to the door or you hit your foot and stub your toe and then all of a sudden you break. And everything bursts open and they may have just texted you and all of this stuff is going on. And so you, boom, blow up. 
and blame them for your crappy week on top of your crappy month because of something they did months ago. When somebody hurts your feelings or somebody crosses your boundary, it is your responsibility to tell them that. It is not their responsibility to understand that they did cross a boundary. You do not have to have expectations for them. Have them for yourself. And what I mean by this is, if you have told them that they crossed boundaries, it's not okay and they continue to do it, you have all the right in the world to walk away. You are allowing so much disappointment in that if you expect people to meet these expectations that you might not even be able to reach because you're still learning how to be a good friend, you're just doing a disservice to both of you. So have expectations for yourself. And in turn, have those expectations with those boundaries. And I promise you, friendships get easier and there's not as much cattiness and drama. When it comes to healing from bad relationships, it's not the time to cross out having friends at all. It simply means that you need to become the friend you need. Just like you need to become the person that you needed when you were younger, when you were going through other types of drama and trauma. You have to become the person that you're looking for. You have to treat others how you want to be treated. You know, the golden rule. It applies to so much. If you have a friend going through a heartbreak and you are there for them through this heartbreak, all of a sudden you are starting to heal from heartbreak that you went through without those type of friends. Suddenly you start healing parts of the younger versions of you that had horrible friends that weren't there for them or that you didn't have good enough boundaries for and you had too much resentment towards them. When you become this person, you heal from the past versions of you that didn't have this person. And that, my friends, is the entire good friend cycle. It all comes back on you. So in the newsletter this week, I had kind of a couple questions that I asked. And this is why. There tends to be in relationships that, you know, especially in your younger relationships, in your previous selves and their relationships, insecurities tend to create projections. Whether you're insecure about your looks or you're insecure about your relationship or you're insecure about your parenting style or you're insecure about so many other things, where you are in life, your job, any of those things, you begin to project. And sometimes with those projections comes a lack of trust in the relationship, followed by a lack of, you know, understanding and then resentment. And you kind of can go down the same cycle. And sometimes it ends the relationship. Other times it really, you know, kind of distorts the relationship where it never kind of gets back on track. And then all of a sudden, if you're still friends, comes the self-sabotaging. If you have gone through hurt with other friends before, and you've never really dealt with that type of trauma and healed from it, 
you can start sabotaging your relationships simply by the insecurities, the projection, the lack of boundaries, the lack of everything. The lack of healing in yourself can create so many times where this may have been a could have had the possibility to be a great relationship. But because you're self-sabotaging and don't think that you deserve this relationship and you're projecting that you don't need it or that they're the one that are that is always in the wrong and there's no self-reflection, relationships will only go one way and that's in the toilet and never coming back again. And so when you become a good friend to yourself, the self-projection and the insecurities with friendships kind of start to diminish and you stop sabotaging yourself from having good friends. You allow yourself to have good friends and then you start to allow yourself to have good friends in abundance. And when you don't use past traumas as a, as a lens for future relationships, you can see so much better. The world is literally yours, filled with a million people who want to be your friend. And so it all stems from healing from those previous traumas and those previous relationships that skew your thought process about friends. Because I promise you, I am a living testament. I have been the bad friend. I I have been the good friend. I have been the hurt friend. I have been the friend that didn't have a lot of friends. I have been the friend who was so lonely and desperately wanting friends. She took any friend in. To now, I healed one. I fixed, you know, and loved myself. And I allowed myself to have good friends. I stopped self-sabotaging. I stopped denying friends. I stopped being or stopped ghosting friends because I was scared to tell them no. And all of those things, they all play into having good friends stemming from being a good friend to yourself and knowing that you're worthy of good friends. So this is the end of episode two of the friendship series. And I really hope that you appreciated it and got something out of it. But I also want to leave you with this. No matter what happened a year ago, a month ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you can still heal from it. You can trust people again. You can become the friend that you have always wanted. And you can do all of this. You could have been in an awful friendship even 24 hours ago and decided, I deserve better friends, so let me start with myself and become the friend I deserve. You deserve that. So make sure that you forgive yourself and move forward. When you stop letting your past define your future, you suddenly have endless possibilities. And I truly, I truly, truly am a living testament. You can look at my social media and you can see friends from the amount of friends I had even 
two years ago to the amount of friends I have now is literally up by 900% simply because I realized I deserved good friends because I was trying to be a good friend. So just remember this as you move forward. It all stems from you. Everything comes from you and what you think you deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, my name is Kelsey, and I am a life coach. So if you are looking to work on some boundaries, some self-love, some mindset, anything at all, let me know. You can find me on Instagram at underscore Miss Kells with the double L B B underscore. And I would love to hear from you. I absolutely love hearing from you guys. So please reach out whenever. But otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.